0: Welcome! Welcome! The pleasurability of scratching an itch. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. This is all about research that makes people laugh, then Think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. Now, here's biomedical researcher Chris Kotzipus, and the itching, and the scratching, and the pleasure of it all. Today we are looking at a published study that won an Ig Nobel Prize, and it's about itching. And I'd like to suggest to you listening and also to Chris, who is going to dive into this for us, the question, while you are uh, listening to this and talking about this, do you feel itchy? Chris, what's the title of this study? The Pleasurability
1: of Scratching an Itch, a Psychophysical and Topographical Assessment by Bin Shaif and colleagues who are an international team from Saudi Arabia, the UK, and
0: Singapore. And the USA. And this was published in the British Journal of Dermatology in 2012. Read for us, please, the beginning of the study.
1: Scratching an itch is perceived as being pleasurable. However, an analysis of topographical variations in itch intensity, the effectiveness of scratching to provide itch relief, and the associated pleasurability has not been performed at different body sites.
0: Now, is that completely in accord with your experience, what they're claiming there, that this type of investigation has not been performed at different body sites?
1: I would not be surprised if that is a very accurate summary of the literature.
0: So to the best of your knowledge, this is completely on target.
1: This is absolutely novel, sterling work. Onward, what do they say next? Objectives. To examine the role of scratching pleasurability in providing itch relief by investigating whether itch intensity is perceived differently at three different sites, and to assess a potential correlation between the pleasurability and itch attenuation induced by scratching.
0: Are you feeling any itch yet? You know, something is giving me a little prickle. Uh, On to the methods section here.
1: Itch was induced on the forearm, ankle, and back using cowhage spicules in 18 healthy subjects. Cowhage. What is cowhage? I don't know. I'm guessing it might be some sort of weed. And spicules,
0: which might be spicules. Spicules? Spicules? It's, yeah, it's one of the words that I've seen but never heard. And it sounds like the same's true for you. Absolutely. Uh, cowhage, I'd never even seen before seeing this report?
1: No, I, that's a new one on me. I, I interpret this as being some form of plants, uh, tiny little seed pods that are designed to stick on things so they can disperse.
0: And in this case, to stick on 18 healthy test subjects.
1: On their forearms, ankles, and backs.
0: Before looking at this report, did you have any assumption about Which of those body parts, forearms, ankles, backs are more prone to itch and which are more prone to uh, pleasurability when you scratch the itch at that site?
1: The advent of the back scratcher as a widely dispersed technology suggests that maybe the back would be the most pleasurable place to relieve an itch.
0: And if I can get slightly personal for a second, of those three choices, is that the one that you consistently choose when you think about getting pleasure from scratching an itch? I'm going to go with ankle.
1: I'm going to break with tradition and go with ankle because okay, my ankle is itching right now.
0: Let's zero in. Uh, left ankle or right ankle? Right ankle on the outside. On the outside. Describe the level and nature, the particular itch that you're experiencing right now. On a scale of one to 10, I'd call it a four. Four. Were you experiencing any itch before we started talking about itch? Absolutely not. Okay. And you have hopes that this itch will go away sometime in the next 24 hours or so? Uh,
1: I expect to be able to do something about it sooner than that, yes. Something? Scratch it. Pleasurability, you know.
0: Let us move on uh, to page 982 in this report, The Pleasurability of Scratching an Itch, where it talks about itch induction. Itch was evoked by the application of
1: 40 to 45 cowhage spicules, which were counted under a magnifying lens and subsequently rubbed into the subject's skin by a study investigator. The spicules were rubbed gently in a circular motion for 45 seconds within a four centimeter square area of skin. Upon its induction, the spicules are subsequently removed using adhesive tape, Scotch 3M, St. Paul, Minnesota, USA.
0: All right, that gets pretty specific there about what they did and how they did it. But I'd like to ask you, Chris, uh, drawing on your extensive experience in setting up and conducting experiments, how much room do they leave here for doubt, although it appears that this is an absolutely uh, bounded, shall we say, procedure? Is it, in fact, if, say, five different people were to read this and to try to induce itch In people, Would those five people all do exactly the same procedure, or would you have some doubt about whether they're inducing different kinds of experiences in different people? Am I clear in what I was saying?
1: Yeah, I I think the instructions for the procedure are actually remarkably and laudably clear. I would have a question about the experimental design. Should you not get multiple investigators to perform this on each patient just to account for operator bias? Mm So I would have liked to have seen replicate experiments on the same individuals with different investigators.
0: Read the next section here where they talk about a different aspect of this.
1: Psychophysical assessment of itch
0: intensity and scratching pleasurability. Psychophysical, that's a impressive word. What is, what is that getting at?
1: You know, I'm not particularly familiar with that, but I would guess that it is about the combined psychological pleasure and the physical relief that you might get by scratching an itch. Because there's two different processes here. You Mm -hmm. get that wave of pleasure, not to be too graphic about it, when you scratch an itch, but you also get relief from the physical sensation. Perhaps that's what they mean. What do they say? Itch intensity, with and without scratching, and scratching pleasurability were assessed every 30 seconds for a duration of 5 minutes using a numerical VAS that was labeled from 0, no itch, to 10, maximum unbearable itch.
0: What is a numerical VAS?
1: I have no idea. I'm guessing it's a scale, perhaps a video device of some sort where you
0: push buttons
1: from zero to 10. We could look that up, I'm sure,
0: if we were being diligent, which we're not. Uh, And then the next section here, they talk about what they did with what they call passive scratching. Is that a phrase that was familiar to you before? I don't
1: think I've ever seen those two words in quite that orientation.
0: I'm not quite sure what passive scratching would be. A phrase popped into my mind, which I'm sure is completely foolish and meaningless, but since that was a new phrase to you, passive scratching, I'm wondering what passive aggressive scratching might be. It's not used here. This is just something I
1: apparently invented. I was thinking along the same lines. I was wondering if the opposite of passive scratching was active scratching or aggressive scratching. What do they say here about passive scratching? Scratching was accomplished by a study investigator continuously moving a cytology brush in a linear direction. MediPack. Ooh, that's, seven. That's, that's writing. Could you read that one again, please? Scratching was accomplished by a study investigator continuously moving a cytology brush in a linear direction. What
0: is a cytology brush? I don't know. They tell you specifically which kind of cytology brush they use here. Yeah, they are very specific. This yeah, is extremely so they, helpful if you what want do they to specify replicate this. here about the type of cytology brush, whatever a cytology brush is.
1: It is a MediPack 7 inch cytology brush. General Medical Corporation, Elk Ridge, Maryland, USA.
0: Is it clear to you, it's not to me, whether this was the same investigator who was using this cytology brush, who was uh, doing the uh, itch induction that they described a little earlier? I don't know. They use the indefinite Article
1: A when they say study investigator in both cases. So it could be a different investigator. It could be the same investigator. And perhaps they are leaving it ambiguous deliberately.
0: You've skimmed through this, but only skimmed. Could you skip over to the discussion, the the final section there on page 983, and dramatically read for us what they say there? This is a grand summing up. The
1: results of this study show topographical differences in itch intensity, itch attenuation by scratching, and the associated pleasurability. What is itch attenuation? I think it's when the itch goes away. You have thoroughly scratched the itch.
0: Or at least made it smaller. Certainly. With associated pleasurability, they say. It appears that they believe that
1: pleasure and itching are inversely correlated. An interesting observation on the human nature. Plunge onward here through their text, please. Cowhage-induced itch was perceived most intensely at the ankle, while the attenuation of itch by scratching was most effective on the back. In both measurements, the intensity of perceived itch, as well as the magnitude of itch relief induced by scratching, were less pronounced on the forearm compared to the
0: other two sites. So, as they discovered, at least with the people that they were inducing itch in... (laughs) Uh, inducing pleasurability or pleasure, ankle turned out to be the best of all places for agony followed by ecstasy, sort of, and then the back and then the forearm turned out to be just not so great, right?
1: Yeah, I I think the message here is if you want the extremes, go to the ankle, but you will have to take the highs with the lows. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you want a fairly humdrum experience, just scratch your forearm.
0: Of course, this is a sort of group picture of it. It doesn't necessarily describe the case for any one person there. Or any one stimulus.
1: We Um, do not know, for instance, if itch induced by different stimuli might be perceived differently.
0: If you were designing an experiment to get at this, what are uh, a handful of different ways of stimulating itch that you might use? I would think of several plant
1: itchy factors like what we presume cowhage to be, but I would also think about maybe mosquitoes. So you put a mosquito in a little pot and you hold it over the site and wait until the mosquito bites someone and then see if
0: that's itchy. This for me anyway, immediately brings to mind the series of experiments that won a different Ig Nobel prize many years ago by some Dutch scientists who were trying to learn everything they could about preventing the disease malaria. They were looking at all sorts of behavior in the mosquitoes that carry the disease to people. They had a whole series of experiments in which they would have somebody spend an entire night naked inside a tent in which they had a specific number of mosquitoes that they'd put into the tent and then in the morning they would examine that person's entire body surface and make a count and a map of exactly where the person had been bitten by mosquitoes overnight
1: oh my that sounds like quite the experiment the only ones that i've ever heard of like this are the captive ones where you you have mosquitoes in a jar and you upend that jar on someone's skin somewhere mm-hmm. which is much less exposure than just shoving them into a tent full of mosquitoes for a night.
0: They would typically do it on the skin where? I think it was the forearm. Oh, there's a question I should have asked you before. I'm pretty sure it's it's occurring to a lot of people listening today. In old movies and also in comic books, there was a thing that every kid or almost every kid learned about, but probably never got to see, something called itching powder. Is there such a thing as itching powder? You know... That's a really good question. I
1: remember it being advertised, or the, the context was always that you'd buy it at a joke shop mm-hmm. or a practical joke store. And I've never seen it in real life either. So I have no idea if there is such a thing as itching powder or what it might be, or even if it would be legal today. <laughs>
0: You've been listening. If you've been listening to a genuine episode of the Improbable Research podcast, biomedical researcher Chris Kotzepus joined us on today's meander into the research literature. I invite you to subscribe to the magazine, The Annals of Improbable Research. Six new issues a year. Get yourself some back issues, too. Also, get lots of details about the Ig Nobel Prizes, upcoming events, what's in the magazine, and about how you can help and be part of it via our Patreon. All this at our website, improbable.com. It's possible that Seth Glixman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then. Goodbye. Goodbye.